0: I know people who are billionaires. I also know a lot of people who make 15 bucks an hour. What I've learned (laughs) from working with people of all goddesses of life is it's all the same
1: shit. Carbon offsets are the fastest growing asset class in the world, more than cryptocurrencies. And the reason is simple, the world needs to do this. I see guys in
2: Canada that are doing these deals like psychedelics and carbon and everything. And then they're, you know, hanging out with strippers. Hey guys, welcome to the Orthogonal Podcast. Today, uh, we always talk about the companies that we're involved with. When we when we get a feeling that it's you know going to be a big big company, we call it boom time. Something that I've been doing for over twenty five years. When I get that feeling, and I meet some founders that uh, just make me feel explosive. Uh, this is, I believe, our eighth or ninth podcast. We're shooting a hundred podcasts. Uh, welcome, Shadon. Welcome, Natasha.
0: Thank you. Uh,
2: if you would be so kind to introduce yourself.
0: All right, Natasha. Yeah, I'm Natasha. Ladies first. <laughs> I'm Natasha. Uh, I've known David for a few years now. Um, We've worked on a couple projects. I have a marketing agency in Vancouver that I've been working for the past 10 plus years. Um, And I'm also working with Blue Sphere Carbon um, as a CMO. So excited to see where that takes us.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much, Natasha. Shadan, we are investors in Blue Sphere Carbon with you and Eddie. Uh, If you give us a little intro on yourself. uh, I have to mention we have the same birthday. That was the... (laughs) You know, very special people on 1015, uh, with no further ado, Shadon.
1: Thanks, David. So, yeah, we, my, my name is Shadon Goran. Um, I've been in the tech industry forever for, for the past 30 years, and uh, that segued to being a very early uh, investor in the blockchain and cryptocurrency ecosystem. And uh, somehow that that morphed to to doing merchant banking and and helping companies with financing and 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 going public in Canada. So that's that's what I've been pretty much uh, involved with. One of my friends, uh, who who uh, you know we we, we share a, very, a lot of common contacts with from from the early cryptocurrency days, Eddie Soleimani and I were uh, contemplating starting a fund together, in the. Uh, environmental space just because we're both very passionate about it and thinks this is what the planet needs today. And and,
2: and I got to be and I got to be totally candid with you. Mm-hmm. I still can't explain blue sphere carbon. And and I've been telling people on my last eight podcast, usually I only understand 20% of the company when I invest and it's really just f- that feeling of just knowing when somebody's going to execute. So if you could explain this, this is going out to 50,000 plus investors. Some people are very sophisticated. Some people are making their first investment. And just want to understand, like, you know, we're five years old, How what blue sphere carbon is. Let me also add, before I forget, always have the lawyers on my left and right shoulder. We are not raising money. Well, this is not financial advice. Uh, we are just having a, as we say in Hawaii, Talk story and trying to give people really great information about companies that we believe in. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Shadon, no. but yeah, if you could tell us what so, is what is Blue Sphere Carbon in like two minutes or less?
1: Yeah, so Blue Blue Sphere Carbon is is a broker of carbon credits and carbon offsets, okay. and and a marketplace for that, and it's also an incubator for projects involving carbon offsets. So, what are what are carbon offsets? If if you're a utility who is uh, polluted a certain amount by, by producing carbon dioxide and equivalent gases, which lead to global warming, then you have to prove that, that you've removed that doing something else. You've, you've or- is, or- is this
2: a bunch of like nutty, crunchy bullshit or is it real?
1: Some of it is is. I'd, I'd, I'd say today 90% of it is greenwashing. And, yeah. and it's very, very opaque. So, you know, you have no idea what these offsets represent really. You have no idea where they're coming from. It's a digital instrument. It it should look it it should be one of the most efficient and transparent areas because it is completely digital, understanding who's offset what and who hasn't. But it looks more like the diamond industry as as far as efficiency and, and how it works than, than it looks like the Forex business, let's say, for example. Why
2: why is Blue Sphere Carbon a Besides you and Eddie being super sophisticated investors and Natasha, which is incredible at what she does, why is this a multi-billion dollar play? Because I know you're not going to work on anything if it's not yeah. you know, boom time. No,
1: I, 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 I wouldn't. And the crypto space has kind of corrupted me that way that, that, that I'm, I'm looking for areas that, that really will completely change the world and, and, and yeah. have the, the highest returns. Right now, hands down, carbon offsets... Are the fastest growing asset class in the world. Their increase really? since 2020 has been more than anything you've seen in the past, more than cryptocurrencies. And the reason is simple: because we, the world needs to do this, right?
2: So, was this a, was this a good investment for us?
1: It was a fantastic investment, right? So, I mean, I mean okay. even 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 since then, I mean, I mean, the the prices just keep exploding, and uh, Got it. the the market keeps getting much larger. And can you can let me, can let you me you give, explain? Can, Go ahead. Go Let ahead. Let me give one example. So right now, yeah. airlines, uh, you know, are a major source of polluters. They they obviously produce a lot of carbon because of, of their use of fossil fuels. And twenty twenty seven, all the governments in the world have agreed to this that that they have to buy carbon credits, the type that we sell, to yeah. offset their emissions. They they. So you you sell carbon credits. That's 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 one of the core businesses we do, but there's other things we okay. do. For example, we're we're involved with projects where where we're actually sequestering carbon in old oil wells. And for example, like in, in, in the US, the government is paying you hundreds of dollars to do this per metric ton of carbon dioxide. So they they'll, they'll okay. actually pay you to bury it underground because they need to meet their uh, quotas. And uh, with with the current administration it's 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 looking more and more uh, likely that, that the U.S. will be joining the rest of the world with the Kyoto Protocol and and following a uh, you know international treaty when it comes to carbon emissions.
2: And how how uh, I, I guess what you know a lot of our listeners are also like new entrepreneurs. I I probably get like a thousand DMs a day about the podcast now, and a lot of the questions come from like like you're starting a startup, you're finding the space, you're looking at something and saying, hey, this industry is a hundred billion dollar industry. Can you walk us through with Natasha? Like, I know this sounds for us, it's simple, but like how you approached us, how we worked on talking about a liquidity event. You guys are now moving into a reg CF. Can you walk us through that a little bit? Or, you know, would love to hear from Natasha. Like, your point of view of how how you've worked on this project and we can kind of talk about it cuz a lot of people want to do angel investing mm-hmm. but they don't understand it and a lot of and I'm just going to touch on a couple of points i obviously were invested in a number of crowdfunding platforms uh, the metrics that i've seen are less than half a percent of crowdfunding deals ever go to a liquidity event. And for me, one of the reasons for this podcast is is I love crowdfunding. I definitely have a, a sour taste in my mouth with some of the bad actors. But like, why your deal? Why is it the right deal? You, Why did you go down crowdfunding? So I want I want to go through a bunch of these topics. And I'd love to hear Natasha's point of view because, you know, Natasha has her you have a psychedelic company, you have a skincare company, (laughs) you guys have joined up on this. I thought this was going to be just an epic energy between us. Yeah. Go ahead, Natasha. I
0: mean, when I came to, when I got introduced to this company, I didn't really know very much about the carbon markets. And honestly, I, I learned, um, by, by doing the work and really it's as simple as it's not as simple, but when you think about, the stock market, you know, you buy a stock, you hope that it goes up in value. And that's what our exchange is gonna provide, high quality credits, and hopefully they're gonna appreciate with value. So I think if you have been paying attention to the carbon markets, you've seen a lot in the news, there are a lot of bad actors in the space. And, you know, that's sad because this is, you know, all of these, like should I mentioned, like their governments are on board, big business, they're on board. So we need high quality projects, we need transparency and we need regulation. so
2: just to give you an idea, I had a hundred carbon deals on my desk when I talked to you guys Wow like every every effing banker in Canada that's a promo banker <laughs> had sent me this deal and I was like, yeah, I I don't know about this. Is this all a bunch of bullshit?
1: Yeah. So yeah. can I can I uh, just interject quickly there? So yeah, go you know, right ahead. This is a this is a views, free flow combo. We've, we've, Eddie and I went through, and and we decided to do our own thing at the end because we realized this was right up our wheelhouse. It's 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 really a fintech play, and a coordination play. It's an internet play, yeah. and that's we understand that world really well, and uh, we don't need to give money to somebody else to go and you know invest in a future stream of carbons we we there's better ways of making money more sophisticated ways and that's what canadian uh capital markets is really focused on today is carbon streaming contracts which follows from from mining streaming contracts that's great but it's it's the space is much bigger than that the space can you, can can
2: you can you can you touch on like you know a lot of people direct message me about like promo and bankers and you know, crowdfunding, uh, you know, I, I hate to get into delicate conversation, but, like, what makes your deal legit? Like, how is your deal so let's, different? Let's, let's than go back to
1: liquidity. Else? That's that's very important yeah. to me, too. And and one of the reasons yeah. I, I, you know, Eddie and I decided to go down the crowdfunding route is because it prepares us, actually, as as a as a company that, that would be a reporting issuer at the end of the day to the SEC, and gets all the paperwork out of the way it gets us audited it's all the work we have to do anyways in order to list and our our goal is in the next 18 months to to be listed on a a major exchange
2: so you're just not another crowdfunding deal that raises money i mean i saw an article today that i won't mention but a very big company that we know the the guy was riding around in private jets. He rented an eighty-five million dollar house for himself. A lot of other things going on there. I, I will tell you, people come to me and they're freaked out. They, they don't know who to believe in. Who? I mean, what are your check boxes, Shadon? Like you're a sophisticated investor. What have you done to make sure that people know this deal is legitimate?
1: yeah we're, we're fully transparent you know we, we're gonna have audited statements obviously at, at when when we do the second part of our raise, and uh you know people can see what what we've done in the short period of time that we've been around we've already done you know commercial deals we've already sold over a million dollars worth of carbon credits and we've only been around so, since this, so
2: this is not so this is not just raising money and bullshitting around no this is this is a real company that's doing real things. Yeah. It, and, and, and why crowdfunding? Why did you decide to go down this route and not, like, go to a bunch of bankers, sell some president's paper, or, you know, go to a VC or hedge fund or something?
1: Well, two, two reasons. This actually prepares us very nicely for the capital markets, which, which is important to me. The, okay. the second reason more, more important than that is we, we, um, we needed to prove that, that we have the marketing power to, uh, to make all of this happen a lot of this is is going to be marketing and and sales outreach that that needs you know that's the hard part of this business right getting the clients and if if we can do it for the crowdfunding and, and right now we're doing a great job as far as what we've we've prepared then 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 we can do it for the core business right so i don't believe in just raising money and uh, you know hoping things will work out we 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 you can you, we, can you, we can need you it. give
2: Can you give Can both of you give these some people like I'm coming to you and I've already gone down this exercise. So full disclosure, I believe we did a safe with you guys. Um, I think we were in the seed round with a lot with you and Eddie. I know you. I know both of you. You guys are serious (laughs) entrepreneurs. Yeah. But. I mean, when I mean, somebody comes to you, you and know, says, "What? What's your resume? Like, who forget, are you? What? Forget, have you forget done?" Forget
1: about our resumes. Even like, like Ed, Eddie was the guy who brought Absinthe to North America. He he, he created a uh, prop trading firm that did you know uh, billions of dollars in in volume a year. Um, you know, we I I myself, early, very early crypto investor. I have three successful exits. Uh, created wow. one of the first uh, esports companies that 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 were listed was a co-founder of that so we we you know between the two of us we've we've done a lot there but i'm i'm going to go back to my you know why crowdfunding it's because we we wanted to assemble the best of the best when it came to to marketing e-commerce in general and that's that's why we have natasha on board and the other staff members that that we do people who really do the best at at what they do and and we want to build a team that that can you know, sell carbon credits and get us as many customers as we possibly can. And that's, that's part of the secret sauce of this whole, you know, uh, business really, is, is, is having that marketing power. So crowdfunding was naturally, crowdfunding, what it really relies on is great marketing. So having that built in, this, this, it just made sense for us to do it, right? Why, why, why would I want to deal with, with a bunch of investment bankers when we have the best marketers on board today with a proven track record, who can, who can effectively reach out to investors and whatnot just as well. If not, I mean,
2: full, full disclosure. Shadon is involved with us in web three ventures. You were the one that introduced us to the Pardom guys. Yeah. Uh, we're all, we're all very close. Ohana. And you know, and this is a, this is a podcast that we shoot in Hawaii. And I try to explain to people all the time. It is you meet people in these orthogonal moments. We met in Las Vegas. We hit it off, found out we were celebrating our birthday, uh, met Natasha through a very close personal friend of mine. I guess the what I, I guess the next thing is, because everybody always asks me this is like, David, how do you. How do you have such an incredible team? How do you put things together? And and I'm going to be totally candid with you. Like right now for us, like uh, we're changing some stuff in our core legal team. Uh, we've brought certain people on and certain people off. You know, all good. That happens all the time. But like we've reached out to Shadon. We're saying, hey, we're looking for this. We're looking for that. I mean, that's how this industry works. Like it's about you're doing deals – it's like the friend business relationship kind of goes hand in hand. Like we always say in our company, it's like how you do anything is how you do everything. And there's, I believe a mutual respect between our group and your group Mm -hmm. to say like, I I think it's a big question for people. People get, people are like, where do I find a lawyer? Where do I find an accountant? Where do I find a shell? Uh, I mean, I would say to Natasha, like, I'm sure working with Shadon and you're a sophisticated entrepreneur, you're learning things as well
0: for sure, and I mean, I agree with you, like uh I've changed my business in a way where I prefer to work with smaller groups of people. I don't like to manage a whole bunch of you know employees um and... who who
2: are you who are you? what have you done what's your what's your background I mean like Yes. Yeah. So
0: I mean, I got into um, digital marketing over ten years ago. I went to college for it, and very shortly thereafter, I got pregnant, and okay. I, that was right when social media was coming out and things were rapidly changing. So had the baby, and I was like, oh my god, like I need skill sets. Like I need to learn all these design softwares. I need to learn social media. Went back to college, got those skills, and um, you know, with with two small children, I couldn't, I didn't have the ability to commute into a big office and and work that nine to five. So I just started working for myself, um, friends, family, picking up small clients.
2: And You're an investor. You're an investor, too. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. invest. And
0: then over the years, building that agency, uh, I do a lot of IR materials um, and just getting to know different companies. Basically, I would sell myself on my own projects and making like these IR materials for other companies and I'd be like okay you know I'm interested like I want to invest in this and you know why why do I keep I'm making all these other people money like why shouldn't I invest in my own projects and my own businesses so I've started to slowly invest over the years. Um, Two years ago I started a e-commerce company it's all D2C uh, skincare I'm, I'm very passionate about about skincare and just through the power of social media marketing, we're doing seven figures. We distribute across North America and um, building that business. I've learned a lot and uh, I just, you know, it's fun to now I just take on projects that I'm passionate about that are going to have a positive impact. That's why I love blue spear. You know, like we're, we're, we're in the midst of, of troubling times and we need these good companies to come out and, 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 help save the next generation as silly as that sounds. But uh this is a huge space and there's a lot of work that needs to be done and I feel really confident that this is the good this is the team to to lead us.
2: So could you like Shadon walk you know a lot I'm I'm gonna tell you this because I've done deals for twenty five years in the US. I just got introduced to the Canadian market, I would say in the last 24 to 36 months, um, you know, we say there, you know, there's bad actors everywhere. Uh, a lot of people come to me and say, I don't understand Canada. I don't understand the, you know, liquidity. I don't understand shells and things like that. Like, I don't know what your full plan is for Blue Sphere. But can can you walk, you just said something about like an 18-month liquidity event. And I don't want to, you know, full disclosure, uh, you learn in startups there's no perfect timing. You're like, you know, I say this all the time, Elon Musk says he's going to have a truck ready two years ago. It's not ready yet, but, but you're pushing for a timeline and there's, you know, I, I know there's not a definitive, but what does the next 18 to 24 months look like for Blue Sphere getting to a liquidity event? Yeah.
1: So in, in, in the next 18 months, our, our plan, our, our goal is, is to, you know, uh, list this company, but, but, we 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 don't plan on doing this we we plan this is an american company and we plan on keeping it in the u.s fully okay, so this is as,
2: going to be listed is this going to be listed on the nasdaq or nicey well
1: we're 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 hoping to eventually i think i think initially it's going to be listed on the otcqx and and we're going okay. to build it up from there and and our might can you tell
2: can you tell people what that means <clears throat> it, it's it yeah. i have very sophisticated investors in the u.s friends of mine from Y Combinator that don't even understand what that means. It, it's really interesting. Yeah. And when it gets to like going public, that's the one thing I know about you. You understand this liquidity pathway. What does yeah. that mean? O- OTC what?
1: Yeah. So the OTC markets, I mean, the most uh, okay. well-known is, is uh, the pink sheets. It's been around for you okay. know, almost 200 years now. And uh, Is it real? Well, it's, it's, it's a real exchange. It's where everything always happened. It's, okay. it's also the graveyard that, that a lot of public companies go to when they just don't perform well enough and can't keep to the standards to, to be on NASDAQ. But beyond the pink sheets, there's also other OTC quotation services. So you have OTC QB, you have OTC QX. And OTC QB and, and QX don't serve the same purpose as pink sheets, which is pretty much. The graveyard of public companies, and so,
2: you know. so how is how how are you going? to... So this is going to be listed on the OTC OTCQX.
1: No Q, we're, QX. We're, we're, we're aiming for QX, which is the highest okay. tier of of over-the-counter market of the
2: pink sheets.
1: Well, it's 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 not the pink sheets. It's like the pink okay. sheets and over-the-counter uh, market, but it's the highest tier. And there, you mostly have um, overseas companies that are already listed on some major exchange, for example, or companies that that have assets and capital that meets the requirements for otcqx and and are using it as a as a means of you know being in the market for a while getting some market discovery before they list on on an exchange a fully and
2: and then will you up list to the big boards is yeah, that the plan yeah, exactly so our okay. our,
1: our, our goal is, is is to list on otcqx for 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 a period of possibly a you know a year and then uh after that after we've proven ourselves in the market and proven the business and uh know that you know we're we're not a shortable company at the end of the day um we 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 plan on listing on nasdaq
2: so this is uh, so this is real you've done this before yeah yeah so this is not pie in the sky
1: I, I hope not, because I've I've, I've been dedicated okay. my you know a, a, a year of of my life to this so far, and I it's it's going to be another three years that, that that we're completely in this deal. So we we, we Can want we want it to be extremely successful, you know. And when when I when I say three years, that's that's till till you know we 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 list potentially. Listen, on, I'm on in Mazda. I'm I'm
2: in I'm in some deals like Betterment. I invested mm-hmm. in o eight o nine. I haven't had a liquidity event yet. I mean, we've chosen not to sell any yeah. shares, but but again, we haven't had, you know, I, I think because of the crypto market, liquidity events have definitely changed. I can tell you that when I speak to my friends that I've been, been investing with for 20 years, that timeline of what we used to laugh about of 10 years has really come down to like, twenty four to thirty six well, the, the, months the world
1: is very different you know traditionally you know the high-tech sector you're, you're looking at a heavily subsidized government system right all these vcs were heavily heavily subsidized by the government at the end of the day yeah. you're using their funds and the funds of very large pension funds and whatnot and they could afford to sit on on a company for eight years ten years when when you're talking about a retail audience or an accredited audience of, of angel investors They don't have that same luxury. Somebody can't keep their money locked up for, you know, six, seven years or more. Right. They, 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 they need that opportunity. Our, our goal of listing is, is very simple because it, it it allows us to raise money in the future easier. You know, we're, we're, it's, it's, it's not a liquidity play for, for, for anybody in the company it's, it's as a side product of that. You know, all, all, all the retail investors that, that, that we are accepting, you know, through the crowdfunding campaign also have liquidity. And we wouldn't accept customers like that unless we did have a, uh, a short term goal, much shorter than, than, a, than a six to 10 year horizon of bringing them liquidity as well.
2: So just to let you know, we have a mandate today inside of our company. As you know, Brian runs our capital markets division we don't invest in companies any further that don't have a clear, you know, liquidity event in the future or understand what that means. Um, I've done few hundred plus what I would call first check deals. And even the way that I invest, I, I, I feel like you evolve as an investor. I can tell you today I'm not the same person that I was, you know, 24 or 36 months ago. I'm going to go around in a, in a few different tangents because I know like we're also, all of us are in, are, are in, you know, the wellness space. So to say you have a piece of land in Canada that we've been talking about, but let's start with one thing. Why, what are your check boxes? Why, why did you invest in web three ventures? Let's, let's mirror back and forth yeah. of I, what, why, what do you guys look for?
1: Purely the, the team so it's it's you know for for me investing in why business. why our team because you're accomplished people you have integrity and uh you know your your, your track record is being great and integrity is number one though that's you yeah. never invest in somebody who doesn't have that uh, that's, we call that's,
2: it we call it we call it pono in hawaii
1: pono righteousness uh, yeah pono exactly. always
2: pono we yeah. say
1: Okay. And that's that's you know, all the great investors in the world, like like look, look at Warren Buffett, that's that's the number one thing he looks for beyond anything else. So as 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 a value investor, the first thing you look for is 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 the team really. Are they people that they can execute? Are they people that you can trust? That's why we invested in, in, in Web Three, because on both those you know, both those check mark boxes, you know, it, it, it was a check. So, you know,
2: so what so when people say that Carbon credits, carbon, Web3, crypto, it, you know, even cannabis, it's all a scam. You and I both know, first of all, I, I i don't listen to any, and I don't listen to what anybody says, because most of the stuff that you see on the news, which I call fear porn, is not accurate. But, you know, these spaces are not going away. Web3 is not going no, away. No, Web...
1: web- <coughs> Web three is not going away. However, hype is a real thing, and bubbles are a real thing. So, cannabis at one point had, you know, a higher market cap, you know, on paper than than yep. the tobacco industry. Is that real? Well, no. It's it's not a scam at all. It's but but the point is, it, it was it was a wrong metric. People were just too excited about this new thing that came out. There's no way that cannabis should have been at that time valued, in my opinion, the same as tobacco. Forget about one is you know. Uh, supposedly very so, so the so the hype
2: so the hype the hype is not real the
1: the, the hype is not real right so right now and, and 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 the same thing would happen with crypto the the same thing happened with dot com but what came after dot com was a lot bigger right facebook was a lot bigger than any than pets.com ever will be right obviously that came after the hype
2: what what's your take on Facebook? Do you
1: are you are they surviving? I think they're surviving big time. I, I, yeah, I do I, too. I, I do absolutely.
2: And um, we were we were we were on. So just to let you know, Web three just did a deal with a company called. Rocket VR, two guys that have a deal with Harvard on AR VR. They they uh,
1: they run across my desk actually. It's it's some kind of oh, yeah, it's, okay, it's some yeah. kind of mental health VR, isn't it? It's
2: it's it, VR it, for mental it health. It is. It was a great I'm, deal.
1: I'm I, to... I, I, I love that space. So VR to me is is you know there's carbon. I, I think we strings. own
2: twenty five percent of the company. Oh wow! <laughs>
1: wow! So, <that's>, <laughs> so to, to to me there's there's some areas that I'm very passionate about right now. So carbon yeah. credits haven't had their hype moment. And unfortunately they, they, they will, but we're before that. So we're the, the pre-hype mo- moment. Right now, all the price increases have been mostly because of compliance reasons and government reasons where they've grown, yeah. again, the fastest growing asset class. But they're, they're, in my opinion, they're, there will be a hype bubble in the future for that. So carbon credits, I'm extremely passionate about. Carbon offsets, the whole environmental space I think is gonna explode. It has to for the world to survive, actually. Another area. If I didn't
2: tell you, I I like the hair, by the way.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've been growing it out just because, you know. I've been looking at it. I'm saying it looks great. It's it's part of moving. Like, I I moved from, you know, a major metropolis to, you know, the boonies out in the middle of nowhere in the Pacific Northwest. The but Victoria I, the can we
0: booties?
1: can,
2: can oh. we can the we can, can, to live. Okay, can we can we move off uh, let's move around a little bit so yeah. you as a as a successful entrepreneur and i've listen i moved to hawaii over 10 years ago to to be in something different than being in you know yeah. i was doing international business all over the world um you have a piece of land you've talked to me about, maybe a wellness retreat center or something in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, contemplating. What is your what, yeah. what you you don't just get into carbon credits and stuff. I mean, I would say that, you know, we talk about orthogonal. This is the orthogonal podcast. We met very randomly mm-hmm. out of a room of let's say 50 people. We connected immediately. Mm-hmm. I would I would am I Am I falsifying no, no, absolutely. that, or that's that... exactly what I <laughs> <happened, yeah. laughs> then I said it's my birthday. Yeah. You said, "Oh yeah, it's my birthday too." Yeah. So, what? Tell me, tell me about your life journey. So, you've now moved to Victoria. You bought a piece of land. What do What are you doing?
1: Well, I'm I'm doing Blue Sphere more than anything else. This is this is my okay. passion right now. I've I've i bought a beautiful piece of land that you know is, yeah. is in, a, in a virgin forest, old growth forest area that I I I, I want to. Keep preserved, but I I also do want to turn into some kind of uh, you know uh, wellness community for the future. Where where uh... but,
2: but this is but this is part but this is part of the frequency. I mean, I, I'm just going to throw it out there so we can really talk about it. This is a the reason people this podcast has become so successful is we're not here to blow smoke up people's behinds. We're here to talk about like. I see guys in Canada that are doing these deals like psychedelics and carbon and everything. And then they're, you know, hanging out with strippers. I mean, I, do, I don't mean to, you know, say that, but some serious bad actors, you know, not to say strippers are bad people, but, no. you know, yeah. they're going out and doing blow and bottle service and everything else. I mean, you guys are, you're a conscious human being. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know you're not going to see strippers, Natasha.
1: <laughs> you
0: never know. No. <laughs> we call them sex workers.
2: <laughs> I like okay, absolutely. In fact, I have re- first, first of all, I have respect for everyone in a big way. Absolutely. Obviously, you know, we got our absolutely. line called dong and we're excited about, but go ahead. I mean, so, like, look, do you, do you look, do you look for that, Shadon. I mean, when you're, when you're dealing with somebody. I have to be is, passionate is this... about the space,
1: right? So, you know, okay. it, everything that I've been involved with, I've, I've been extremely interested in. So my very first business that was successful was a VoIP business. And I didn't a what this voice, voice over IP.
2: Oh, VoIP, yeah. okay, got it. This I was in the early
1: uh, 2000s. You know, it was, it was my first uh, company that I, that I exited successfully, first company that I yep. raised money on. You know, considerable money was a VoIP company. And I, I didn't Skype. get into that s- space for, um, you know, to make money. I, I got into it because I, I, I was a developer. I was a software developer at IBM at the time. And I was just curious about how phone systems worked. VoIP just became a reality because the networks became powerful enough and i dug into it and i ended up learning the systems more than you know your average expert working at a telco and we created our own system and and that's how you know businesses develop it comes from a passion you know blog- so it's,
2: it's 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 your dharma this yeah. is your this is your purpose yeah
1: so I'm, I'm i'm just one of those guys that gets fixated on one thing and and it just you know becomes consuming for me and i want to learn all about it and and the next thing I say is, well, how can I make money while I'm learning all about this, and turn this into a business? Also, that's also yeah. extremely important. That's the only difference between, I think, I think a you know a, a person who you call a tech entrepreneur, and and you know another you know amazing developer who who has a lot of curiosity and and you know has that mindset where they want to learn something that they get passionate about.
2: Right. So, but, but, but but don't you think, and I'm going to turn this over to Natasha, this idea of how you do anything is how you do everything. That's our, that's our mantra at orthogonal Natasha. It's like when you're investing and obviously we know some of the same deals and stuff. I mean, as a woman, I'm just going to put this out there and I'm going to get in trouble. I find women are more empathetic than men. I think they're more mature. They look at things differently. I, I even the the crazy part about it. If you look at the metrics when it comes to psychedelics, women can take higher doses and have more emotional intelligence. And I've noticed that, like looking through all the clinical trials and everything that I've read through. What do you look for, Natasha? You're a sophisticated woman, a beautiful woman. You're dealing with these bankers, and I you mean. Know, what do you look for when you're doing a deal? There's a lot of bad actors.
0: I mean, you know, uh, very similar to Shadon, uh, I'm looking for a team. I've gotten to a point where, you know, I live a comfortable life. Um, I don't need tons. I have enough money to, to live a good life. And I'm really picking things that are of interest to me, of people um, I do not I no longer work with assholes. I don't work with dicks. I don't work with people who are bullshitters, especially being in the, the capital market. You just, you meet so many people that are just so full of shit. I'm
2: going to, I'm going to read you guys something and I'd love you to react <laughs> yeah. to it. This was my journal today and I'm going to, I'm going to read this to you. Basically removing all interactions that are not authentic and purely transactional not good for my mental well-being
0: absolutely and when you take desperation out of the system there's a lot of people who are making decisions uh from a scarcity we're in a
2: consolidated market
0: exactly from a scarcity minds mindset uh i know when you have that comfort inside of you, where you're like, I know I'm going to be okay, no matter what, like, there's nothing, uh, as long as you know, my children are healthy and happy, I'm going to be okay. So I'm going to take the opportunity to work on projects that have impact that help people that I mean, I'm, I'm one third, or 40% through my life, it's gone really fast. So I have to look behind me, you know, and, and decide what mark i want to leave on the world and that's you know legacy investing and picking projects with if if i can't i can read somebody instantly as soon as i meet somebody i can like within 30 seconds i can decide if, if this is somebody i can deal so with. so you
2: know you your your gut tells you very fast it's,
0: very fast and
2: it's, it, it's crazy i tell everybody the same thing i can i can make a decision on a deal in 30 seconds or less
0: and you know you meet people like uh, I, I know pe- I've I know people who are billionaires, and I also know a yep. lot of people who make fifteen bucks an hour. And I um, know a lot
2: of miserable fucking billionaires.
0: <laughs> and this, what I've learned from from working with people of all you know statuses of life is it's all the same shit. Like people are people are anxious. They get depressed. They or they're extremely content and happy, and that doesn't really matter once you your basic needs are met. So surrounding yourself with people who have a positive energy and who will just talk to you real. Like I even, you know, I went to a hotel, I was sitting at a hotel and I walked down to the lobby and this businessman walked up to me and this is what he said. Can I buy you a bottle of Dom Perignon? And I, <laughs> literally what, that's what he said to me. And I, I just looked at him and it was just like, I felt so Holy
2: shit. sad that's
0: for hilarious. him. That's hilarious. Like just the thought that you would, like that's, that you would have to so blatantly lead with that. Like as if that's all you have to offer. Right. So it's like when you meet people, I, I'm just trying to like, can, is this person a real person? Like, can I, can I have an honest conversation? Cause I, I don't need to fake anything about myself. I've, you know, my, my accomplishments, I feel like speak for themselves. So I have nothing I, to prove.
2: I, I don't think a lot of people understand what it, what it's like sometimes being an entrepreneur and, And if you're successful, you know, so I'm going to give you guys, you know, it's been interesting doing this podcast. I don't want to get into any specifics, but like, you know, my mom's been all over me lately. I have a mother who's a psychologist, a doctor. She works at Cedar sinai and Betty Ford, and she's calling me. She's like, David, are you sure you want to put yourself out there? And, you know, as a typical Persian mom, she goes... You know, I'm cracking a bunch of eggs to make sure like there's no evil eye, <laughs> and you know, so it. I don't think people know like the what comes with being an entrepreneur, and like there are haters out there, and oh, like now I'm. I told my mom I'm gonna burn puja on all the <laughs> podcasts, so make sure there's a lot of sage. You know, it's it's not easy. My
0: my favorite saying is like, if you don't want any criticism do nothing, say nothing, be nothing. Like I've put myself in so many situations, like with my body care company, I'm on there every day, almost putting my face to to my company. And at first it was really embarrassing. You're just like, Oh my God, you know, is, is Lenny from high school seeing this? And is he thinking like, Oh, who does she think she is? What's she doing? But I've, I've actually really gotten through all that. And so now if I have a company that I'm working with, a project that I'm passionate about, I'm gonna promote it everywhere, and there's no shame in my game anymore. Like if just I-
2: just to just to let you guys know, and I'm I'm gonna say this, I only bring people on the podcast that are like number one, people that are smarter than I am, pe- people that are more empathetic than I am, people that I I care about and respect. At the end of the day you know, good or bad, I think we have like 500 people right now that want to be on this podcast. And it's not always, and I I try to say this to people often, they go, well, David, you grew up, you know, privileged. No, you know, I actually left home at a really young age. I grew up in a, you know, in a privileged family, but I didn't want my, my well-being to be defined or who I am defined on how big my wallet was. and And I would say that, Yes. When we make decisions to invest in companies and I'm going to get very vulnerable here because people ask me like, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this to you guys and it's not it's not about thinking that we're the best out there. Like when we look at our portfolio, like our batting average is over 50 percent. And most people's batting average is like one out of ten. Yeah, and I even think it's higher. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like when we strategic strategically partner or when we do something with somebody, it's like we're all we're all in. We're going all it's funny. I got Jason on the podcast tomorrow, my co-founder. Oh nice. so that's that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting having somebody that you've known for twenty years. Oh, but I love Jason. Jason's great, <laughs> you know dong I so love, it, i love his
0: instagram story that i just get so jealous. I mean, he's his house great it's like so beautiful
2: but but would you <laughs> but would you would you say when i get into that like we're all friends like we all respect each other right i mean that's Absolutely. that's it's not a transactional when i go back to my statement i don't in, i don't invest in companies on the basis of just transactional value Do I have a fiduciary responsibility to build partnerships uh, with people that are going to make us money and execute? Absolutely. But I can tell you right now, I'm doing deep, deep due diligence to make sure that person isn't turning around and doing negative things to the environment or people with their money. What's your take on that? Because I know Shadon, I'm going to say this in... I know you have some dirty little secrets, like I do. Like I, I, feel like people come to me as like a confessional. How do you deal with that? Yeah, deal, deal with people coming to you
1: for, for a confessional. I mean, how do
2: you, how do you deal with, how do you deal with like a like you know, like a a founder is doing this big company and it's going to be like a multi billion dollar company, but you also know they're not a good human. I, I, like, um,
1: yeah, you just, you like how it. do you,
2: how do you, how do you weigh the transactional and like empathetic value of how you do business? There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of I, deals out like there. Like you,
1: I, I, <laughs> I, don't do deals with people that I don't like anymore.
2: I just don't do it. You're just done. You're done. Yeah. So, so if you know you can thousand X your money, you're, you're just, and you know, this person is like a cocksucker. You're
1: not going to do I it. I don't, I don't need to. And I, I, okay. I, I, wouldn't no. And those I'm, people trying tend to hold, to I'm trying to hold. I'm trying to hold off other. the bad words. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh,
0: I would say those people really attract each other. Like those, they do. You know, and they tend, they tend to be like repelled by if you get into a meeting with somebody like that. Uh, they catch your vibe too. They don't want to. People who are scammers or you know dirty money or they have ill intentions, they don't usually want to work with people who are not that the opposite so I like think-
2: what do what you i'm gonna i'm just gonna throw it out there and like when you look at spf and ftx you know you and i should we've been in the crypto market for a while we know you know a lot of the same people and stuff i mean how does that happen yeah. like we have listeners that had you know, had exposure. I know investors that had exposure to FTX.
1: I think, I think it's ridiculous that, that so many of the tier one funds, you know, uh, enabled all of that. That's, that's, I, I mean, people like him come and go. I don't, I don't know if he's a bad person or a good person. I, I, I know he's made some terrible mistakes. I know both moral and, and in the way he's managed things, but you know, I, I don't know anything about the person. So I, 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 don't want to comment on him from that perspective, but you know the uh the investors who again were, were the types of investors who are still getting subsidized by the government and large pension funds what what were they thinking like 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 what yeah what's going on there it's 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 absolutely ridiculous you can't
2: i i gotta tell you a lot of people in the u.s give a hard time to the sec and fda and stuff and i and i <clears throat> will tell you like we you know we've had a number of like former sec lawyers former like you know, DOJ lawyers that have worked for us are currently working for us. And like their jobs are not simple. I mean, I, I find that a lot of people throw stones and glass houses. and it, And it's like, yeah, I don't I don't know. I I'm enjoying this consolidation in the global market right now, yeah. because I think it's cleaning out a lot of bad behavior. That's that's I, I actually feel like we're doing more deals in a consolidated market.
1: So you know, this 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 is going to be controversial. What I just say, and and it's based just, do it. just completely. This based is about on controversial. Opinion, right? There there was one fellow in the in the uh, you know on, on Wall Street who I, I I think is is despicable. In my, I'm going to light
2: some puja for you, but go
1: ahead. Absolutely, I, I find this person despicable, and and you had one of the main. Um, litigators from you know prosecutors from one of the main regulatory agencies you know having we're all having lunch and that prosecutor was completely starry-eyed and kept trying to sell himself that one day he can join this person's organization and and be uh you know a, a great asset to his to his you know family office and whatnot and i'm like well if, if you're the main, you know, if you're one of the main prosecutors for, for the government and, and, you know, you're supposed to police people like this and, and you, at the same time, it's clear that you're in love with them and are hoping that you will work with them so that you can quadruple your salary, then, then we have <laughs> a problem. And we have that problem in the carbon credit space too, right? So yeah. I, I, I'm very disdainful of, of regulators in general. So in, in the carbon credit space, the government has pretty much given that whole space to the energy sector, to the oil companies, to the utilities, and say, you guys define the protocols, you guys define everything, but they're the ones that are getting, you know, that, that are being regulated. There's there, there's a conflict of interest there, right? So as you,
2: as, as you know, we're in the psychedelic space. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. We went to champs, and I actually feel bad for the FDA, but we went to champs and, like, you know, everybody was selling. It, you know, Champs is a is a convention in Vegas for like uh, Delta Eight and Delta Nine and like Amarita mushrooms. But like Amarita mushrooms, and I'm sure you understand this, uh, Natasha. They get you fucked up. I mean, they're horrible. We took one of the. Yeah, <laughs> we we did. We, and, I, and I'm telling you, I. Uh, maybe I maybe I came back to Hawaii. It's funny how the industry changes so quickly. But you know, I was back. I've been back from Miami for like the last eight or nine months, and I go to this convention. It's like everybody's fucked up on these amaritas, and I'm like, wow. I wonder what the what the FDA and the SEC and and then you got all these fucking bankers running around talking about taking these companies public, and I'm just you know part of it is like you're chuckling but it definitely is is it's difficult when you you know coming back to this of i'm trying to make sure our listeners know like we're on the lookout for bad actors we don't want to do business with bad actors and it's it's all of our responsibilities i tell investors all the time you got to do your due diligence you got to do your due diligence and I would just say this in terms of, and I'm going to tell you because we have a pretty sophisticated, we use IR labs, which I love Alyssa and Matt and their team. And we do IR between them and in-house, but at any given point, any of our 11,000 investors can contact me directly. Would you say that about what you guys are doing in the crowdfunding space? Like, you're, we believe you're in full
1: transparency yeah so i mean and and okay. anybody can reach out to us you know in in past companies where where we've raised money from you know um the, the capital markets I've, I've always kept very very open communications that includes you know chat rooms you know discord whatever right direct communication you
2: you know you know i've been a little bit weird about doing this podcast and using our mm-hmm. list you know we we had you know we had you know, some data issues that happen and stuff. But I just want to make sure that when we're giving information to people that are trusting us, like it's in high regard, it's high vibe. We,
1: you built a brand. I mean, that's, that's very valuable. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and I, and I would say to you, like, I'm going to say this very clearly. I'm not perfect. Our team is not perfect. I I will tell you right now I'm more inclined to invest in somebody that's failed than somebody that you know either it's their first company or you know maybe they had a previous success like I believe you do learn from your failures and I would just say like the key thing here is and I talk to a lot of people about this it's like you live in the US you live in Canada you you have to, like, there are laws in place for a specific reason. And a lot of what I get from my peers, from our investors, like, the playing field is not what I would say in parity anymore. You have a lot of companies that have moved to the Middle East. You have companies that have moved to Malta. There are tax havens and stuff like that. Like, I guess, you know, just it's important to respect the laws that govern each country. And I would say it's, it's just important to take care of what's around you. I don't know where I'm going with this fully, but really for me these days, as I say, Pono, always Pono, you said integrity. It's a super big deal. And I would, you know, coming back to this podcast and we, you know, we're interviewing people that define boom time this is boom time is a frequency of the cumulative that I've described.
1: I think, I think you're absolutely right. Right about it. So <clears throat> feeling is, 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 is not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's just evidence that, that you are experienced, uh, compromising your integrity and failing because of that. We're not even failing, but compromising your integrity. <clears throat> that That's a killer of, of your brand instantly. And, and, uh, you know your chances of working with, with me at least. Right. And, and I, 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 I can celebrate failure as long as it was, it was, you know, an unforeseen that, that, that happened or, or just, just, you know, things that, that variables that, that people weren't aware of. And that, that just prepares you better for the future. And, and, and makes you guys,
2: you... you got, you guys don't break the law. No, you're doing things in the highest integrity.
1: Absolutely. Yeah
2: and and again i don't mean to to talk, go talk, down talking, this...
1: talking about failure I'll, I'll just add so adam newman just started a company just like ours very yeah. soon oh, did he yeah he raised 70 oh, wow. million bucks. i thought he's in the real estate i thought he's in the real well, estate as, as part of that he has flow carbon right? <laughs> okay <laughs> so you know flow you have flow and then you have flow carbon yeah. and and yeah uh, he, for flow carbon i believe he raised 70 Adam's million out of the character here. but yeah. uh you it's know, interesting yeah I think this. Time I mean, it I, might get, be very I guess successful.
2: no more. I guess no more private jet, jets to the Maldives. Yeah. Is
0: that that's the founder <laughs> of uh, WeWork, right?
2: Yeah. Adam? Yeah, I and, I, and I and I and I would say, with all due integrity, we actually we are one or yeah one one degree of separation away from Adam. Very good friend of mine is uh, Yehuda Burke from the Kabbalah Center. Great guy. Um, yeah, I think that. You know, I really want to, I don't, you know, we manage a big portfolio. What we try to do is promote humility. I've mentioned this many times. There's 4 billion people on earth that make less than a dollar a day. Uh I tell my founders all the time, you know, I have founders that are uber successful. You know, they are they are in the billion dollar plus range in terms of they're a they're a unicorn or decacorn, and I say to them, "Listen, no need to post your car, your boat, your private plane." Uh, I think, and again, this is my personal opinion. I think being to be being able to raise money and being an entrepreneur, uh, I can't come up with the right word, but it's like. It's a privilege. Like, you need to be grateful. Like, it's not people giving you their money. There's a responsibility to that. I know when I give my money to people, it's like, yeah, I want them to be doing good with it. I don't want them to be doing bad things with it.
0: No, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with that more. It it 100% is a privileged position to be an entrepreneur, there's a lot of people, you know, you're really, I always tell my kids, we're all standing on the shoulders of the people who came before us. And even the fact that you're born in Canada, like it's just, I have zero tolerance for people who whine about or who have that victim mentality. If you're born here, you have every opportunity to get whatever it is that you want from life. So even the people who work with me, it's like, come on guys, like it uh, probably Everything can be figured out. Everything can be solved. So you just got to put your boots on, right? And, and get to work. So I, I really- So be-
2: go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, Natasha. Yeah. Was, you really believe? I, I
0: was going to say, I really believe, like with some of my companies, the reason I haven't taken investors is because I know how much how much work it takes to maintain that relationship and take good care of the relationship with the people who invest with you and and we take it really seriously like people who i
2: i can't wait to be one of your investors <laughs>
0: well we're we're waiting for you
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're doing something but, so uh... what so what i would say is to bring this all the way back to blue sphere carbon has the crowdfunding
1: launched it it's it's technically launched today so we, we oh we, wow we, okay yep. awesome we, 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 so we haven't started anything we'll, though as far as marketing and, and we will next week. next next week we're um, you know running ads in, in.
2: Where, where can somebody find this? Again, this is full disclosure. This is not financial advice. We're not trying to raise money. but if somebody wants to know more about this crowdfunding, yeah. where are they going to go?
1: Invest in Bluesphere.com invest in bluesphere.com
2: that's going right. <laughs> that's going to be a difficult disclosure i don't think we can put that in <laughs> in the pod, in the podcast well, you can notes find us but on
0: our social what
2: what is media the too. what is the website
1: bluespherecarbon.com
2: okay bluespherecarbon.com and I, and i would say if anybody wants more information obviously i'm a big proponent in reg cf crowdfunding Because anybody can invest. Um, As you guys may know or don't know, uh, Jason and I were one of the first investors in WeFunder back in 2012. Uh, I know that you guys are working, I believe, with Sarah Hanks and Aton. Um, I may be overstepping my boundaries, but some of the best people in the industry. Um, And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super, super, super excited about this deal. Yeah. We are an investor in this deal. Um, and I would tell you, I know this team very well. And I go to Shadon and I go to Natasha. Uh, you know, when I go to Natasha, we're talking about CMO stuff, we're talking about plant based medicine, psychedelics. When I go to Shadon, I went to Shadon and I said, listen, teach me the go public market in Canada. And That's where Web3 Ventures stemmed from was a friend that I trusted that, yeah, I knew was Pono. Uh, Any final remarks, anything I've left out that you guys want to talk about? um, Just letting you know, this podcast is being shot in Honolulu, Hawaii. Shadan, you have not been here. Uh, Natasha has been here in my home. We've uh, had some good times here. Do uh, you want to leave us with anything, guys?
0: Uh, I'll just quickly say, if anybody does want to reach out to us, we did just uh, newly launch our socials, and it's Shadon, it's me, it's Eddie. We're the ones who are commenting and talking and having the discussion. Where are the where are
2: the sh- where are the sh- socials? If I'm getting on my phone, where do I go?
0: Oh, so Instagram or Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Can you
2: give Can you give Hannah all those socials so Absolutely. we yeah. can post yeah. those? So we, I want people to get in touch with you guys, not about the crowdfunding side, but so they can learn the business. Yeah, absolutely. What, what you guys do.
0: Yeah. We're, yeah thank you, Natasha.
2: Shadan, any you know, I when I talk to you, I feel like I, I'm talking to my twinsy. I mean, we have <laughs> yeah. we have similar <laughs> minds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's I, I actually know about a dozen people that were born on October 15th.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I think, give us, give us your
2: gracious wisdom, my friend.
1: You know, I, I, I just think that uh, it's important to, to be able to uh, not, not just do deals and, and, you know, focus on, on information and whatnot. It's, it's also important to be able to filter out things that, that, that won't add to your life, whether, whether it's because of, uh, you know, they're, they're toxic or they're just useless for you. And, and that's, the most important thing i can say is if, if you're investing no no when not to invest is very important and and when to filter you know uh, a bad deal out of your you know flow i think is very important so out of, I love out, of that. out of this year i think i think you know really apart from web3 i haven't invested in anything in the past year and a half
2: i appreciate that web3 is going really well brother yeah. it's like it's booming.
1: It is. I, uh, I, I absolutely yeah. love it. I think it's an amazing deal. You guys are the right people to make it happen.
2: Um, I, I mean, yeah. I got to tell you, I uh, the team right now is just. I'm I'm really humbled. Do you guys have any questions for me, or as we wrap this up?
1: No, we should do this again sometime soon. Yeah, I'd, I'd, love,
2: I'd to. love. I'd love to. As uh, you get to where the middle ending of the crowdfunding campaign, I'd love to learn more. Um, You know, if you get closer to where you're, you're having the path of liquidity. Uh, I'm obviously, I think this is my eighth or ninth podcast. We're shooting a hundred podcasts being brought to you by silly.com. You know, one of our shirts, Uh, I still have a bunch left. Got to get you some excited we're launching dong.x at ultra music winter music conference in miami uh did did we talk about dong when we were boating in miami was was anybody part of that (laughs) (laughs) i'm
1: I'm
2: so excited so uh, the condoms and lube are ready the drink is ready it's uh yeah i'm just uh You know, I always end the podcast with, like, kind of my thoughts and, you know, where my journal was at today. Um, Recently, in the last week or so, I had some weird shit happening to me. And just the amount of support and people that uh, came behind me to support me and just, just knowing that, you know community. And, you know, again, that, that's why I think I love web three. Um, I love crowdfunding and I've been sort of down on crowdfunding because I've, you know, there are a number of bad actors in the industry, but, um, yeah, I, I would say be good to one another. Um, this life is really, really short. And I think that sometimes we are not grateful for all the gifts and everything that we are given. Um, I can tell you as a, what I would say in a, a being a somewhat successful entrepreneur, I know that I need to steward my gifts and what I do and also the money I have to other people. And it's one of the reasons that I love investing because Without this ecosystem, other people are not going to have the same chances. And a lot of people have messaged me and said, hey, our portfolios are down 80 or 90%. That's okay. If if you're a longitudinal investor and you've invested in things that you know and care about, just to let you know, uh, you know, I had so many deals that were in like the biosynthetic food space and medicine space. I didn't do one of them because that's not who I am. And I would say like, if I could give anybody any advice today about investing and I'm not giving any advice, quote, (laughs) quote, quote, lawyers, it's like, invest in things you care about, invest in things that, you know, you believe are going to make the world a better place. And I would add, and I do agree with this when it comes to our securities lawyers, investing is, this type of investing is very similar to gambling. If Even if you're doing crowdfunding, in, do not invest your rent money. Mm-hmm. I was very sad to see in the crypto space so many people that invested their rent money, invested their life savings. Um, I buy Bitcoin. I buy crypto that's based on utilities for gaming and other things. Um, if you're gambling to make money, this is the wrong industry for you. And I would just tell you, and I, I say this, like, I've really enjoyed this podcast, guys. Um, and, you know, many alohas from Hawaii. Looking forward to seeing you guys. I don't know if you guys are going to be in Miami for the dong launch. What is but it? Looking forward. The Dong Launch is uh the week of March 21st which okay. is Winter Music Conference. Oh
0: nice.
2: I'll send you guys some more details. Yeah, send us the details. Um wanna also I don't know if you've met Sev Shadan but it is one of our partners birthdays today Shadan. Oh uh, I mean not Shadan S- Sev wishing Sev a really really happy birthday today and uh you know it's Anybody tells you that personal and business doesn't get mixed up is delusional. Uh, I can tell you even somebody like an Elon Musk, uh, when you're this deep in your companies and you're doing this type of business, you're doing business with people that are your close friends and people that are your ride or dies. And I would say that Shata- Shadon and Natasha are those people. you so much. Aloha. Uh